Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We want to talk to you today about <clears throat> learning to control your mind. Now, we all know that there's a battle continuously raging in our mind. Matter of fact, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that our mind is the seat that Satan sits on and enthrones. So the, the only way the enemy can come at you today is in your mind. Now, your mind must come under the dominion of the recreated spirit through the Word. Now, we've got to get a hold of that. Now, your mind must come under the dominion of the recreated spirit. <clears throat> you need to learn to how to allow your, holy, your mind to be led by the Holy Spirit. And I love what 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Thessalonians 5.23, he talks about your soul possesses a soul and lives in a body. So I want you to understand that you're a spirit, you possess a soul, and you live in a body. Now there's three scriptures in the, the, the Bible that has brought a lot of complications into what I'm fixing to talk about. But I want to help you understand you got to direct your senses to go with the Word of God when they want to go independently of the Word. you got to always allow what you're thinking and your body to go, and, and, and your senses, your five senses that leads most people 90% of the time, they respond exactly the way that they feel or the way that they think. You cannot do that. You've got to be led by the Spirit. So we see here in James chapter 1, verse 21, I want to read you three scriptures, and then I want to elaborate on those three scriptures just for a little short period of time. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of weakness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now we see here, the word sold here is talking about your suki, talking about your mind, your will, and your emotions. This is not talking about your spirit. So he's saying that the, the one can receive the meekness, the engrafted word or the implanted word is going to be able to change the way that you're thinking. Now, <clears throat> whatsoever man, Proverbs 23, 7, whatsoever man thinks, that's the way that man's going to go. But look at Hebrews 10, 39. But we are, that if you don't fully understand righteousness, it's because you're unskilled. If you don't understand, if you're only drinking milk and not ready for the meat of the Word of God, that's what's going to change the way that you think. You're always going to go in the direction of your most dominant thought. And that's what people need to realize. Your most dominant thought is going to take you in the direction that you're going to go. Whether you're dealing with business, you're dealing with your marriage, you're dealing with your body, whatever you're dealing with, your most dominant thought is going to take you in the direction that you're going to go. So be careful what you think. Whatever you think, the Bible says, Be ye not conformed to this world, Romans 12 and 2. Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be able to change the way that you think. And if you can change the way that you think, you can change the way that you go. You can change the way you believe. You can change the way you act. We're never going to change the way anybody acts until we change what people believe. That's the beauty of grace. <clears throat>
Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We want to talk today about changing what you think, changing the direction you go, allowing you to follow the Word of God instead of following what you feel. Now, you direct your senses to go with the Word of God when they want to go independently of the Word. I hear people say all the time, well, you know, I just, I, 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 I slip up, I say things, I, I snare off, I'm sarcastic. I, those things come forth. And we, we all do those things. But I want you to understand, the more you train yourself to the Word of God, the less those things are going to come out of you. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the things that come out of your mouth are the things that are in your mind and in your heart. Now, First Peter 2 and 24 says, Him who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So the Bible is telling us that Jesus went to the cross, took the sins of the world, but he only also took on his body <clears throat> our sins and our transgressions and our sicknesses. And because of that today, we are delivered and free from the powers of darkness. When our bodies say we're sick, we have been taught to save our senses and bring them in line with the Word by not being moved by what we see or what we feel. Now, you got to understand, Satan's method is to sow corruptible seeds into your thought process, which will train you to respond to his lifestyle. Now, if you do that and you continue to do that... <clears throat> We've got to understand how the Word of God works. Now, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So he says, have our minds renewed with the Word of God so we can prove the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Now the word transformed in the Greek is that we get our word metamorphosis. What, what is the purpose of a metamorphosis? That you may prove what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Now here's how the Word of God works. The first thing that happens when the Word of God comes to you is you get revelation. It reveals truth. The more you attend to the Word, the quicker it takes you to transfiguration. The Word revealed begins to work the work of transforming you to deals with your thinking, your attitude, your personality, your behavior. It affects and changes your life. As it continues its course, it will take you to manifestation. And that's exactly what God is trying to reveal to us that He's doing in the body of Christ and in all of us today. You can find in 2 Corinthians 3 and 18, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, metamorphosis is a change as a result of something, a change through association. A change and a metamorphosis is the same Greek word. So we see here that the word change in 2 Corinthians 3 and 18 and the word in Romans 12 and 2 is the identical same word. Now, listen to what a metamorphosis is. 
is a change as a result of something, a change through association. Whatever you associate with, you're going to take on the livelihood of that. If you hang around bad people, then you're going to, you're going, bad, bad's going to come out of you. If you hang around with the Word of God and speak that Word of God over your life over and over and over, that Word's going to come out of you. When Christ is rising in your life, the Word of God is going to come out and you're going to rise above situations. You're not going to give in to what you're feeling in your flesh, what you're thinking in your mind, because you're going to think the way God thinks. <clears throat> Whatsoever man thinketh in his heart, Proverbs 23, 7, that's what that man is. The word heart there is the word mind, and it's a translation of a, of a Hebrew word which means uh, uh, the soul of a man. In other words, whatever you think in your mind is exactly how you're going to behave, exactly how you're going to act. We're never going to change the behavior of people until we change what you're thinking. Until you think different, you're never going to respond differently. You cannot respond differently till you have a different idea, a different revelation, a different manifestation, and a diff different transforming process. So the first thing that happens is you get revelation. It reveals truth to you. And the quicker you, that takes you to transfiguration, the Word begins to work the process of transforming you. It deals with your thinking, your attitude, your personality, your behavior. It affects and changes your life. As it continues its course, it'll take you to manifestation. So we go through revelation, transformation, and manifestation. Those are the process. As we change the way we think, we change the way we behave. That's the beauty of grace.